Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. Today is Sunday the 5th of April, if you can believe it, in the year 2020 and I am broadcasting from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica, where it has been a beautiful day with a slight shower <laughs> and hey, <laughs> Well, welcome to Holy Week, which is also known as Semana Santa here, which is um, a big holiday. But of course, because of the current situation in the world, um, there are many, many restrictions and they don't want people driving and, and seeing each other. So they've put more restrictions this week. And every time you get used to the restrictions, new ones appear. So, okay, but we have a lot to talk about. So onward we go into the world of astrology. So... Um, yesterday, last night to be exact, was the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, the first one, the exactitude of Jupiter and Pluto. And if you're interested, I put out a blog this week, um, actually last night, all about Jupiter and Pluto and how Jupiter, um, is the expansive one and Pluto is the, uh, underworld, a deep, mysterious one, and I talked about this all last week on my podcast. So um, what were your Jupiter-Pluto experiences? I will tell you mine. Now, Jupiter and Pluto are an amazing combination, and it helps, really, if you want to transform your life, this is the time to do it. This is the time to really take control and empower yourself and transform what is normally like stuck like mud. So what I decided to do in honor of this major aspect and it being the first aspect of three times we're going to get this, as I've told you, and it's, it's really pretty phenomenal and incredible. Um, so Jupiter and Pluto made their connection last night and in Costa Rica, it was at 8.45 p.m. And in the East Coast on my calendar, it says it was 10.45 p.m. So one of the um, things I decided to do, I, you know, I kept getting all these emails about how a Stargate is opening, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know much about those things, but I will say that this is the beginning of something really empowering and, and incredible. Now, if everyone is at home and everyone has to be at home and you have space in your life, well, then I strongly suggest that you... Uh, definitely, um, you know, make space to meditate and call in what you want to manifest in this because it's extremely powerful. So since I was getting all these emails about how enormous it was, um, I live on this very lovely property with lots of people, um, not lots of people, there's a, there's a fair amount of people. And we do have to run into each other. You know, it's not like we can completely isolate ourselves because we live on this property and, you know, we take the trash to the same place, et cetera, et cetera. But we're fairly, I mean, I'm, I'm probably the most isolated out of everybody. Um, in any event, uh, they decided to uh, watch a movie last night. And I had said during the week, well, let's do a meditation for Jupiter Pluto out on the lawn in the, in the main garden. And so several of them put up a sheet and uh, the owner and her daughter were there, the daughter with her husband and little boy. And then uh, the, you know, it's all family. So, I mean, people are going to see each other anyway. Um, so the, the owner, Giselle, and her uh, granddaughter, who's in her mid-20s, was there. 
and then another gentleman that lives on the property. And they were all sitting watching uh, what was, I believe, like a Japanese, a lovely Japanese anime movie. And so I said I'd come out at 8.30 and they were finished with their movie and I would lead a meditation. And we put it out to everybody out on our chat. And where would you, you know, if you'd like to join us in the garden, please do. So they actually put the screen, they put a sheet up in the garden and it was, everybody was very cozy. They were all like on, they each had their own like little bed set up, (laughs) you know, pillows, a blanket, everybody was, it was a beautiful night. And so I went out and stood in front of the screen and and everybody remained seated where they had been on their various blankets around this area of the garden, which has been recently cleared out and, and neatened up. And um, I was standing in front of the screen where there was this um, image of the Earth, a NASA image, which they were projecting of the satellite going on around the Earth, observing the Earth. So I stood there and I did a meditation and I recommend, this was a very pared down meditation of one that I normally do for like an hour every day. And basically what I told people to do, and I suggest that all of you do this during this very fabulous, profound time, is that initially give gratitude, have gratitude, and feel gratitude for what you have and what you have co-created with the, the, with the divine. So this is the first step of the meditation. And, you know, my, my point was that when we open our hearts, we don't just open our hearts for ourselves, when we we move into a state of an open heart, we begin to affect not only yourself, but everyone around you. And an open heart strengthens the community because right now, a lot of us are living in emotions of survival and which this, you know, survival creates separation. So what I wanted everyone to do is just, you know, they said, should we bring anything? I said, no, just bring an open heart. So open your heart and be grateful for what you have. And if, this, if there's any time in history for us to be grateful, it's right now. If you have your health, if you have work, if you have your family around you, if you have love, you know, this is, um, this is the time to be open. And open your heart and be grateful. So we open our hearts and, and express gratitude. So everybody did this in silence. And then I, the next part of it was, okay, now what do you want to manifest during this profound astrological event that is only the beginning that we're going to see the rest of the year? Now, we want to make something amazing, right? We want to come out of this isolation period better than ever. And so the, um, the thing I told everyone to do is like feel, not just visualize, feel in your body what you want to manifest. So I recommend all of you do that. So first, gratitude, then feel what you want to manifest. If you want to manifest affluence, wealth, um, why? Is it because you want to be free? Is it freedom that you want to, because of wealth? Uh, do you want to manifest unconditional love? If it's unconditional love, why? Because you, you know, you want to attract love back into your life, love of self, um, and gratitude. So all these, you know, things that you want to manifest and get to the root of it. If it's, if it's wealth, if it's affluence, then you want to be tuning into what that's about. If it's freedom, because you don't have to worry anymore. Great. That's what it is. So after that, then I, once we did that, I said, okay, now 
feel the gratitude for what you've manifested as if it's already in your life. Because if you want something in your life, all you have to do is feel it. Feel it as if it's already there. And that's how you really manifest something. You just, you don't keep pounding out the affirmations. You can do some of the affirmations, but really what you want to do is feel the sense of whatever it is you want to manifest. Um, okay, so we did this. We did these three sections. I waited. I meditated along with everyone else. I stood in front of everyone. I shook the shaman's rattle over the whole area, over myself, over the whole area. And just exactly at quarter to nine, we came out of the meditation. I looked at my watch and I said, wow, it's exactly Jupiter Pluto right now. It's exactly quarter to nine. And I started to talk about what this meant and how meaningful this was. And Giselle, my, my, our property owner, all of a sudden jumped out of the lotus position as if she was levitating, screamed, screamed, and jumped. And her daughter, Monica, ran over to her and held her and said, Tranquila, Mama, tranquila, tranquila, Mama. And I was like, something's going on. I didn't know if she was having a, a fit, a seizure, whatever she was having. And they were like, she was screaming and bent over and laughing and screaming and hysterical and and then she came over to me and she grabbed my arm and she was profoundly freaked out. And she was, and I still, like minutes went by and I still didn't know what happened. Now, if you saw my Instagram post, you know what happened. Um, <laughs> I said, what, what's going on? And I finally, like there was such a hullabaloo and all of a sudden I said, what's going on? Would somebody tell me what happened? <laughs> um, my Spanish is not very good. So they said to me, it was a tarantula. And so right at the very exact moment of Jupiter-Pluto, when we finished our meditation, a tarantula appeared, a big black tarantula. And these are the perils of living in the tropics. So what happened? I, they pulled some, some cover away or something, and there it was, marching along by the pool, the tarantula. And the guard came over and shone a light on it. And it was there. There it was, the guard, the, the Jupiter shining the light in Pluto's closet. And I stood there astonished. And the tarantula marched off into its, you know, they live in holes. So no one killed it. We spared its life. We let it go um, into the wood, into the bushes, into the weeds, the the tropical weeds, and which is where it probably lives anyway. And it was really minding its own business. And if you mind your own business, it will leave you alone. However, it is a tarantula, and it appeared just as the Jupiter Pluto happened. And I said, "Well, this is a profound, profound, profound." <laughs> experience. And this is a profound animal totem. And this is very important. We need to pay attention to this. So when a tarantula appears, when you do a Jupiter-Pluto meditation, obviously something, now these are things that live in holes under the earth. What is Pluto? The planet that rules under the earth, the underworld. This is an underworld creature. This is a creature of the dark night. And so it is a beautiful creature. It's, you know, this, I'm technically not afraid of them, although I wouldn't want to wake up with one in, on my pillow in the morning next to me or, you know, sitting in a meditation and she opened her eyes and glanced over to her right and there it was. So um, it was rather an exciting moment. And so when we acknowledged it, I said, look, this is something 
incredibly profound. And this is something that we need to listen to because it's the tarantula is um, of the underworld and we said it would be a bad omen to kill it. So we didn't do that. And we decided that what should happen here is, you know, I, you know, we should discuss it a little bit. And I, I discussed it and I said, you know, this is something that they said it was a purge. They said it was a purge. This was like, and it's true. It came out from under the earth. So it's like when you purge something, when you detox your body, when you do a cleanse, when you drink juices and do a fast and all that, you cleanse and you purge. And when you, um, you know, squeeze a pimple <laughs> that's under the skin, you know, it was like that. It was the, the underworld represented by this tarantula that came out and joined us and walked away and kind of moseyed through our, our, our meditation. And the, um, the experience of this is, you know, the, that it came out into the light, which is exactly what we're looking at. We take what's under the earth, what's valuable, what's profound, and we look at what it is, um, and we own what's good about it. We own what is profound and valuable, and we take away something that's valuable from Pluto. Like I said last week, gold and minerals and silver and gems, and they're all under the earth. And this is the profound experience of, of Pluto, but we have to shine a light. We have to put that uh, flashlight on in the underworld so that we could find it. Be and, you know, spiders are the storyteller. They're cr extraordinarily creative. So basically, we could create something great and profound. And, you know, again, when people gather together and everyone's opening their heart, we really did affect each other in this way. So when you see these online group meditations, I suggest you do them. I suggest that you take your time and be in that moment with these group meditations because they are powerful when people get together. Um, you strengthen the sense of community, which is what we all desperately need right now. And so when this tarantula appeared, I said, you know, the spider is the web weaver, the storyteller, the profound storyteller. And this is not any old like tiny little spider which are all over the house this is this is the mother of all spiders and so um you know it was it was a clearing out of something it was a clearing out of something and and this morning I woke up and I felt very very well and I went into my garden and um one of the Costa Rican uh, national birds the clay colored thrush um, which is also called the Uero, um, the Uera. Uh, I, I'm not good in Spanish, but it, the, it's the Costa Rican clay-colored thrush. Um, she had built her nest in one of my planters, so it's a fern that's hanging on the patio. And there in the nest this morning were three little eggs, three speckled blue and beige eggs. And so this new life is evolving on my patio. Um, she's built that nest all week. She's very busy, back and forth. Um, and there I peeked this morning, and there she was. There they were. Uh, she had stepped out for a moment. <laughs> and I took a couple of pictures. So last night, the underworld, today, Jupiter, it was, it's been a profound 24 hours for me anyway, and I hope it's been a profound 24 hours for you. Use this Jupiter-Pluto to guide you.
Um, my blog is up on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. You can have a look. It's under Astrologer's Thoughts. You can go to the bottom of the page and click. And, um, and also, uh, you know, join my mailing list there. The rest of this week, um, we have the Mars square Uranus on Tuesday. And that's very powerful. That is a, that is like a genius aspect. It's brilliant. It is anything that you can do that's innovative and creative. Use your energy for that. Um, Uranus is in Taurus. Mars is in Aquarius. Mars hit Saturn the other day. And we worked through some things and we, I worked, I know I worked very hard that day and I felt very productive and very accomplished by the end of the day. So take what you learned last week and take what you learned during this Jupiter Pluto and use it towards this Mars Uranus. Um, I know people are going stir crazy. I know people are feeling like they're under house arrest. Um, Mars Uranus is, might be a bit of a temper. So I advise you to please watch your temper this week and please don't give into it. You know, I know everybody's in the same boat. We all have to sort of stay put. And, but there are two other really good aspects that day. Mercury is, um, you know, Mercury is um, now past its shadow. It's leaving, leaving Pisces, getting ready to leave Pisces. It's going to enter it's going to change signs this week for the first time in uh, like months <laughs> it's going into aries on the 11th which is next saturday at 12 48 a.m so really um you know one in the morning um eastern time which is 11 o'clock at night here when it goes into aries so friday night it'll go into aries here and what's going to happen on tuesday before it gets to Aries. It will be at the end of Pisces, making a very pleasant aspect to the Jupiter-Pluto. So maybe some information will come forward for you on Tuesday. Focus, meditate, get into it, dig into your life. This is time we're being given as a gift to um, use creatively and, and decide what you want to create. So this is, this is really profound. And use it, bless it, um, use the use this mercurial energy at the end of Pisces that's a very meditative mercury um, it's going to make what we call a sextile to Jupiter and Pluto and that will be uh, in the evening so it's already going to make the aspect to Pluto first 528 p.m. Eastern time and then about 1020 p.m. Mercury will make the aspect to Jupiter. So that's actually a number of hours, you know, five hours away from each other. So they're already by Mercury's standards, Jupiter and Pluto are, you know, they're, they're going to remain close, but they'll, they're already a, a little bit of a distance for Mercury to travel, but it is still the same day. So Mercury gives us intellect, uh, articulation, you know, may our, may our thoughts be relevant. May our words be powerful during that time. So Tuesday's a good day, and there is a full moon on Tuesday, and it's at 10.30 p.m. shortly after Mercury sextiles Jupiter. So go out and look at the moon. It's becoming full. It's so beautiful right now, and the moon and the sun will oppose. You know, the moon will be in Libra, and the sun will be in Aries, and so we have the sun really in this, um, you know, in, in its place of exaltation, and it will be exalted at the end of the week when it goes to 19 Aries. And, you know, so this is, this is a really good, uh, Tuesday's amazing. So again, go out, look at the moon, do a ritual, light a candle, um, 
you know, light some, cleanse your space, do some incense, make it beautiful and give yourself the feeling of like empowerment through this incredible full moon that we have, which is a balance of, of the singular versus the, the people, you know, Libra's other people in our lives. So, um, and as if, uh, that's, you know, that's not enough. (laughs) Um, the sun is going to next week, it will start to square Pluto and Jupiter. So we, we have a little while before it gets to that, but you know, the moon is going to make that aspect on the eighth Wednesday, the moon will be, um, in Libra and it will make those very early in the morning. Well, you know, here it's a little earlier. It'll be like 8.17 and 8.50 a.m. for Jupiter and Pluto. Then the moon squares them. So we're going to get reminded of this aspect all week between Mercury, between the moon, and then next week the sun. So the planets are touching it. It's going to make the square on Wednesday morning, and then Mercury, Mercury's path um, will switch Friday night, Saturday morning, and the moon will also make a lovely aspect a sextile to Jupiter and Pluto because it will be in Scorpio. So that's, this is a powerful week. It's very exciting. It's very, um, potent. Um, I hope you are opening to something wonderful in your life. I hope that you are, uh, transcending the emotions of survival and opening your heart because this is all what we need to do right now. It's really, really important. Um, what else is the moon doing this week? It is void tomorrow almost all day. So it's going to go void 9.29 a.m. Eastern time and 7.29 a.m. Costa Rican time. And 5.16 p.m. Eastern time, it will go into Libra. So it's going to be void in Virgo most of tomorrow to the end of the day. So, you know, that's a good day for tasks. It's a good day for just, you know, realizing your tasks, thinking about what you want to do. Don't make any big promises to yourself. Just keep going do your work. Then Tuesday, it will be full because it will be in Libra. Um, and it's really sort of in the middle of the sign. It's not really like late. So it's not doing anything like the aspects that the moon is making to Jupiter and Pluto is later. Um, that's the next day, but the full moon is, you know, it's an Aries exalted sun. So that's great. And the moon in Libra, then again, on Wednesday, the moon is void almost all day from 8.50 a.m. to 4.17 p.m. in Eastern time. So you got another void moon. It'll be in Libra. And then at 4.17, it goes into Scorpio. And then uh, Passover begins that night at sundown. And the first full day is Thursday, Passover. And the moon is in Scorpio all day Thursday. It's in Scorpio all day Um Friday, but the void is going to be short. So it'll be void 3.35 p.m. to 4.35 p.m., only an hour Eastern time. And that is Good Friday. And it goes into Sagittarius at 4.30, and it will be in Sag most of the weekend um, until another long void on Sunday, the 12th, which is, you know, void at 7.46 a.m. Eastern time to 8.05 p.m. when it goes into Capricorn. So this is going to be a weird Easter for those who celebrate Easter. Um, it's going to be, 
you know, a day when you can't necessarily see your family except through your computer or your phone. And it's not going to be the traditional Easter. And, you know, a lot, I'm sure the White House Easter egg hunt is canceled. Um, I'm sure most Easter egg hunts are canceled. Um, anything that is um, particularly you know, festive, like holidays are canceled, my friend said to me the other day. And this is the truth. Um, holidays are, are like kind of on the back burner. So we can celebrate in the best ways we can. If you are living with your family anyway, you can have your holiday, your Passover, your Easter, and hopefully, you know, get to get to spend that time together and cherish the time that you're being together and spend it in gratitude. So um, this week, I ha I'll have some announcements to make, and I can't tell you what they are yet because it's a bit of a surprise. But uh, midweek, you might want to stay tuned to my YouTube channel, which is The Golden Astrologer on YouTube, and check it out um, because the, asp the week ahead brings some um, information about something that I'll be doing. So I will, it's probably going to be Tuesday or Wednesday that we make that announcement, but um, stay tuned. And once it's made, I'll certainly talk about it here on the Golden Astrologer podcast. Um, any questions about Jupiter Pluto, please feel free. Uh, email me. I'm on Instagram at the Golden Astrologer. My email is deb at debmcbride.com or info at the Golden Um, you can, I put up a video today about this, uh, Jupiter Pluto experience on my Instagram. My Twitter is at Deb Astrology and my, uh, podcast is right here every week. And I do want to say, you know, review this experience. Think about what is important to you right now and what is giving you, um, the motivation to change something, where are you, where are you feeling you, yourself be, uh, maybe challenged a bit, of course, as we all are, but maybe given a new opportunity and where can you rethink your life and open it, um, and open your heart. And the most important thing to do right now is open your heart, uh, no matter what these aspects, you know, these aspects are going to be with you. Jupiter and Pluto is a profound, profoundly powerful, empowering aspect. And I want everyone to reach their pinnacle. I want everyone to reach what's, what is good for them in their life. This is, um, you know, normally in the spring, it's spring in the Northeast and it's a time of celebration and the sun is reaching its exaltation point, you know, the, the Thursday, Friday this week. And, this is, you know, try to see the brighter things right now and, and try to not focus on the alienation, the separation, and the emotions of survival. So I wish you a very beautiful week, a beautiful continuing of Jupiter-Pluto. Happy Passover, that's what you celebrate. Happy Easter, if that's what you celebrate. And I'll be here next week, which will be Easter on Sunday. Thank you for listening. Have a lovely week.